calling all tired girls. Are you an ambitious woman driven by her determination to succeed, exhausted yet inspired, and dedicated to personal growth? Tune in for your weekly motivational wake-up call with Anne-Marie and Amanda Lauren, where we chat all things mindset, wellness, and building a biz. We is live. Coming we to you. We is live. Coming to you live from all the homes in America, across California, we are bringing you the best of the best. Okay, I can't take myself seriously. Ladies, we're back at it again with another episode with a special guest, our girl, Phoebe Davis, who is an entrepreneur, fitness competitor, model. Shall I go on? I will. Because she owns her own digital company. She's a social media influencer. This girl just does it all. And she shares with us just an amazing story of how she really took the reins of her life and pivoted out of her corporate job and went into her own business. Ladies, if you're looking for inspiration, this is your sign. This episode is going to be jam-packed with all the treats. Please, without further ado, welcome our girl, Phoebe Davis, to the table. to have you here and just want to give you a warm TGI welcome because you just embody everything that a tired girl is, you know, ambitious, hardworking. You're just a maven in so many different sectors and we love you. Oh, thank you. Yes, girl. Thank you so much. Yeah. We met you. How did we? Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Okay. So Sam, our first guest on our podcast told us about Phoebe and their besties, right? Mm-hmm. good friends in the fitness world influencer world um but we're so thankful because you two have been gyms gym because you guys both like the gym but they're gems but phoebe we're just delighted with your story and just how you just overcome so much and you're just an incredible person so we just want Aww, to thank you your story your corporate life yes. story, how you got out of it, how you were able to pursue your passion. That's something that the tired girls are after, you know? So we'd love to hear your story. Well, I'll just give like a brief little overview because I'm sure we're going to dive into the nitty gritty. Um, but I graduated college in 2015. Um, my degree is in communications. Um, and I almost double majored minus like two classes in psychology as well. So I've always been super interested about the psychology of consumerism and marketing. And this was the time when social media marketing was like just starting to pop off. The fitness influencer world was like, do you guys remember, I'm going to butcher her name, but Kayla Itzines or like the bikini body guide. So yeah, this was like heavy during that time when I wouldn't say that the fitness influencer world was like too heavily saturated at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just, that always intrigued me. So I'll go back to school. So in, so once I graduated, I moved down to Arizona and I had done one school project in social media marketing and I milked the crap out of that project to get a job in social media marketing. And just as like a social media specialist for this really small agency. And I got the job 
job. The job was very hands-off. Like my boss was never there. So it was really up to me to teach myself everything that I needed to know in order to be successful in this industry. Um, Cause he didn't, I mean, to be honest, he didn't really know what he was doing either. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and- why I hired you girl. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing either, really. So that was, I think that was a big pivotal point for me because it was like, I can either ride this job and come to work, get paid, and just watch YouTube and kind of just like stick around, or I can take this opportunity and have him buy me courses and teach myself like all the upcoming, you know, all the different changes within social media marketing and, and all these different tools and whatnot. So I was very self-motivated and did that from there. I just kind of continued on in the corporate world, taking my experience from the previous job, finding a better, more stimulating opportunity. And I did that for about four years, four or five years. So I was in the corporate world for that long. And during that time, I would switch back and forth between, you know, organic social media marketing and the strategy side. Um, And then eventually I worked at an agency where I learned how to build out ads on the back end of Facebook and Instagram. And so getting that experience kind of opened up this whole other area in social and digital marketing where it wasn't just social media like now this is the actual like nitty-gritty you're building out the ads it's so much more um, like data driven and analytical versus the you know that creative side of just creating content after that agency job I got like my dream job at the time you guys already know this but I love the ocean and so I mm-hmm. I got a job at the aquarium here in Arizona I love the aquarium it's yeah so beautiful. it's wow. beautiful it's a It's so beautiful. So I worked at this aquarium. I was their social media manager. And within this complex, they had like six other attractions. So I wasn't just working for the aquarium. I was working for these six total different attractions. And within that, I was creating all of the content, all of the videography, all of the photography, writing all of the captions, doing email marketing. I was doing all of the social media strategy and it was all organic for the most part um, because all of our budgets, like it's a huge attraction place in Arizona. So all of the budget side was going into like advertising and whatnot. So I just, I, my budget for organic content was very small. So I was just pumping out content like crazy, which was incredible because I got to work with the animals. I've held baby sea lion pups, um, like very freshly hatched South African penguin baby chicks. I have like scars on my legs from the penguins, like no way, like pecking at me. Yeah, I've got to go underwater with the sharks. Like it was absolutely incredible, such a wonderful experience. But what I learned there was that personally for me, I did not work well when my freedom was in somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. So the idea of, you know, like being, especially because of how creative I am, like I'm very yeah. hands-on. I have a million ideas going on at all times. And then on top of that, like working with different animals, like there was just so, so much going on for me that for me to be forced to be at my desk between, you know, nine to five or whatever those hours were, it was just, in addition to that, I was a one person agency. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I was working Doing all the work. So, 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 so much. And there was just no, there was no wiggle room. And I just got to a point where it was like, I have so much experience. 
mm-hmm. and the organic side of social media marketing on the content creation side, and also on this other side of ads and running ads on social media. So I left that job in the summer of 2019. And I started my own digital marketing, little one person agency. So welcome to the world of entrepreneurship. Were you supposed to leave your job? Like you made it sound so nonchalant. I'm like, girl, you just up and left out of nowhere. So yeah, so it was totally terrifying. Before I quit my job, I had lined up, I think three clients so that I knew, and I, I had dates for them where it was like, okay, we can start working together as of this day because I won't be at my full-time job anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely went into it with some strategy, not just like, okay. I've had yeah. it, I'm out of here type of thing. Yeah, I mean, it was such a shock for me at first Once I had fully committed to my own business of having to schedule out, like at this point, I'm in charge of my own schedule. And before that, I was required to be at work from this time to this time. And now it's like, well, if I want to start at noon, I guess I can. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like having the discipline to set up a new schedule for yourself when it's, you know, all of a sudden you have this newfound freedom in a business space that you've never experienced before and you're reporting to yourself, that is very tricky to navigate 100%. So would you say that that was like the hardest part was finding balance of like how to manage your time as an entrepreneur? That was definitely something I struggled with for sure. And mm-hmm. at this time too, I had just competed in my first fitness competitions. When you're on prep and you're so disciplined, like you've never been before, and it's your first time being in this competitor world, you feel like you're a superhuman, like nothing can stand in my way. All I did was read, um, like self-development books. The book is called You Are a Badass by Jen. Yes. Oh my gosh. We love that bread book. Bread and butter. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. And then her, the other one, You Are a Badass at Making Money. So Money, yep. at this period in my life, I'm just engulfing all of this like powerhouse like nothing can stop me <laughs> yeah it was intense it was good I was like I've never I've never experienced or I've never looked at life through this lens before add that on top of me being on prep and just I, I quit my job I started my own business I was just on this high that I, yeah. I, I literally can't even explain to this day after my shows were done it was like I spiraled very quickly because I went through a lot of mental health problems I, I got like body dysmorphia really bad and then I started binge eating and it was just this whole downward spiral And on top of that, having the freedom to set my own schedule, I was just like, well, I have so much to do that I'm just going to sit and do nothing type of thing. And that 100% caught up to me. Like I lost clients over that. It was devastating because I knew I was, I was doing it all to myself. But in that time, like I needed to prioritize myself. You know, like your health. Yeah. There was a time where I had to get a job again, but I didn't go back to the corporate world because I was still, well, after I left corporate, I was like, there's no way I can go back. Like, I have the freedom. I know what it's like. And I know if I just put my, you know, my bullshit. I can I can really focus and be successful but in that interim I was like well I still need money yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah so I got a job just working front desk at a gym it was meant to be because it was a very faith-based gym and I'm a Christian so I got to meet a lot of young people in the fitness industry I'm also in the fitness industry so it was very god-given this opportunity to be 
at the gym because I got to be around other fitness minded people. A lot of people were like, you don't look like this is your only job. Like what else do you do? And I got clients from that. I was able to take that situation and be fruitful from it. So when you start a business, it's never linear. It's going to be, you're going to have crazy highs and crazy lows and you just have to be prepared for that. And definitely like my faith hundred percent was what helped me get through that because there were times when I was like, there's no way I can go back to corporate. I just can't. Yeah. Divine time, you know, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. How important would you say it is to follow a passion that or follow career path or you know, start a business surrounding what you love, like from what it sounds like, you know, you were already in fitness, and you made a pact with yourself that you were never going to go back to corporate. Mm -hmm. And then you got yourself a job at the gym at the front desk. How important do you think it was to like put yourself in an environment that you already naturally gravitate towards? Yeah, I I mean, it was a game changer for me because if I had just stayed at home, I would have, I'm sure, gotten more depressed and continued to spiral. And, and just, I mean, y- you guys know this and this line is, you know, the cheesiest one in the book, but like finding your tribe and all of that stuff. Like there's so much truth to that as cheesy and silly and overrated as that sounds like you, w- what is it? What is that quote? It's like, you are the yeah. sum of the people that you that- with. Yeah. If you're surrounded by amazing people, you'll be the sixth amazing person. If you're surrounded by, you know, unambitious people, you'll be the sixth unambitious person. Right. And for me, like my freedom was more important to me than a paycheck. And I knew that it was not going to be easy to get to a point. Like, I mean, I'll I'll totally admit it. I had to ask my parents for help. And I was 26, 25 turning 20. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, but like at that point I was working corporate since I graduated college and I was killing it and I was totally independent for my parents' help and having to bite the bullet and be like, mom, can you help me? I started my business and now I'm failing. Can you help? Honestly, it's great that you have that support, but I also, you brought up a good point because when you're on this journey, I think you have to know when to ask for help. Totally. We can't do this on our own. So I'm glad you brought that up because Anne-Marie and I are in the same situation where we move back home because life is just nuts, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you need help from your community and sometimes that's your family. Thankfully. Yeah. Did you have totally. any mentors along the way that helped you along? Or was it just like you had this epiphany moment while you're at the gym, you started meeting clients? But yeah, I'd like to know. I wish that I could say I had a mentor. That was partially why I just felt like I never fit in into the corporate world is because every every corporate job I had, the person in charge of me or, you know, the leadership that I had was just so terrible. Like, to be totally honest, there Not was, enough. yeah, there was no real support there. It was very hands-off and there was a lot of like low-key harassment there. And I never felt like I could fit into the corporate world because I was never really Really accepted and no one really wanted to take me under their wing. I don't know if it's because they felt threatened by me or whatever, but regardless, I just never really had anyone who could be that role for me. And I de- so desperately wanted that because yeah. when you when you go to a four-year university and you graduate, these flashes of like, I'm going to be in this corporate job and I'm going to kick ass and I'm going to have cool corporate friends and blah, blah, blah. And, and sometimes like, yeah, I mean, I had jobs that sort of felt like that, but with the amount of resistance I got from people who were supposed to be inspiring me and supposed to be guiding me and growing and it was just so toxic so I think for me I mean I 
I don't, yeah, I just don't, didn't really have a mentor. It was just all motivation of like, there's gotta be something better out there. I'm way too, way too creative. I have way too many ideas. I'm way too passionate to just settle for a job behind a desk because it pays the bills. Like there's, there's got to be more out there, you know, and that hunger for more is what pushed me to just continue educating myself and networking and talking to other people who like, I, I met with a lot of realtors, which is you did kind of random. Um, but they all understood the entrepreneurship hustle. They would give me good book recommendations and whatnot. And a couple of those people would be like, well, I want to mentor you, but I kind of think it was like, they wanted to low key date me. And I was like, yeah, so I would have like two meetings and I'd be like, "Mm, I think I'm okay. Yeah. You're like, this feels a little weird. Yeah. I was like, I just left the corporate world to avoid this. So yeah. Wow. That's so strange. I think you know, it's like, why do they hire you in the first place if they're just going to treat you like crap? I know. Like, it's, I know. It doesn't make any sense, but that's amazing that you had that ambition and just the drive to get yourself out of there and get to somewhere better. Would you say that was your tipping point was just knowing that there was like more for you outside yeah. of corporate? Totally. And with the connections that I had in Arizona in the fitness industry, because I don't think I've mentioned this yet, but for anyone who's listening, I also am a fitness influencer. So I worked with a lot of local fitness studios like F45 and cycle bar and stuff like that. And so I had really good connections in the fitness industry there on top of me being a fitness competitor. So I was able to use those connections to start this fitness marketing agency. The tipping point was that I was work, I was being so overworked at my last corporate job being that like one person agency and my manager, when I got hired at that job, I would say he was the closest thing I ever had to a mentor because he was like Mm -hmm. a couple years older than me but he came from super experienced agency life and he had so much insight for me we totally got along I was so stoked to finally feel like I had a boss who had my back and was you know going to be that mentor for me and then he ended up quitting like three months in yeah because he was like I don't want to freaking be here anymore and I was like well that really sucks for me because I liked you a lot and Now, so, so on top of me doing all this work, I didn't have a boss that entire time. Hmm. So I was leading the entire marketing department for six months. And then by the time it came around for the yearly reviews, I like straight up asked for a raise. I had so much proof. I did. I spent so much time preparing for this meeting of like, I've proven myself to be a team player. I've been doing this one person agency thing since, you know, for like six months at this point, on top of that, like starting as a new hire with the same manager. And then me just having to like grow this whole thing by myself, this whole department and just the lack of respect that I got. And that was honestly the tipping point. It was like, I'm doing all of this for what? Like work that hard for them. You know, that you can work for yourself that hard. Exactly. Okay. I gotta go. And if my boss is gone, I'm gone. Yeah, I truly, truly put all that I had into that job because I wanted a promotion and I wanted to be with that company for a very long time. And it was so cool. Like I got to work with these incredible animals and yeah. and create all the time, but it was just toxic. It was, yes, perfect. It was a toxic environment. Yeah. So uh, that was definitely the tipping point. And then, yeah, to circle back what I was saying, 
because of the connections I had in the fitness industry, I was like, this makes sense. Like these people need my help. I know how to help them. And then I just like, I started booking meetings and pitching myself and making like little marketing portfolios and got enough clients to be like, okay, I can pay my rent for the next three months. So wow. I'm this job and here we go. And here you are today. That's and amazing. Here we are today. Yes. He does it all. What do you think is about the corporate world that all the nice people end up leaving? Because, well, I, okay, I think that's because. The people who end up leaving know the value that they have and that unwillingness to settle and be pushed around when you know you have so much more to give. I think that's a very common theme amongst people who are like, I'm unhappy in this job and I'm going to find something better because why sit around and wait? You know what I mean? And I think people who also have a scarcity mindset are the ones who stay because they don't know what else is out there and they have a good gig going for now. But like, for me, it's all about if you're not scared, then like you should be and like, take the risk. True. Yeah. You've taken I, a I lot can't of risk. For a mediocre life. No, 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 sister. Oh, no. Letting go of anything. The unknown is what's so scary, but that is what pushes you towards what you want. Ultimately, we tired girls were called to live a big life and that requires us to step out of our comfort zone. But wow, girl, you depict that so beautifully. I love that like this conversation started off with you telling us about the risk that you're taking by going to Mexico and not having like a structured, you know, you don't you don't have like pet places you're going to be staying like that's I know I'm still living that sketchy like well bombs away here I go <laughs> got glass you're like the magic can happen the magic can unfold I'm just gonna roll with it. yeah and at the end of the day like whatever is meant for you won't miss you and if it's that's not phone background yes girl yes if it's you know if it's a situation where it's it ends up being a learning lesson like so be it that's okay we grow from that too but I don't know I just have full faith as a Christian I just believe God always provides so me diving into Mexico headfirst yeah I'm a little sketched out we'll see how this goes but I I love that though like it's gonna be an abundant trip and I'm 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 so excited because you know what maybe I'll meet someone super cool and they'll be like oh my gosh we have room at our Airbnb come stay with us yeah (laughs) we're not murderers dang well when you take risks it's about the experience that you get to live too like imagine a life where you don't take risks and you look back and you're like okay but what did I experience Mm -hmm. nothing Nothing. exactly but that's when it comes to mindset too you know you when you're taking these risks, you know, in your head, if you have the right mindset, you're going to win or you're going to learn either. Yeah. Of so might as exactly. well just do it. I feel like your faith definitely led you to meet with the right people at the right time, though, especially given that you didn't have any mentors per se, but you still had people, you know, recommending self-development books to you. And I'm sure you kind of dabbled into the self-development world, but um, and mm-hmm. especially through fitness, too, because I just feel like you know, mind, body, like it's all connected. So a lot of what you learn in the self-development world, I think could be directly translated into the fitness world as well. Totally. And in relationships, Mm -hmm. when when I was reading, um, you are a badass. It's funny because like looking back on it now, the book is like pretty elementary compared to the other, like the more advanced, like, Mm -hmm. you know, self-help. But it's fun to read. It's so fun to read. And it just, it's like, it just makes sense, you know, Uh but I was in simple terms. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I, thank you, Jen. 
<laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jen. We love you. But yeah, I was just applying all of that to the transition of leaving corporate to starting my, my own business to like going into this competition. Like I, I'm just going to put my all into it. And then also I was in a relationship at the time. I was living with my boyfriend and toxic awful Mm -hmm. and when I was reading this book I was like yep today's the day and so I broke up with them like two weeks before my show literally like the day before I quit my job and like this is what I mean when I tell you I was on that crazy high I was on that high of like I'm unstoppable baby yeah I was like you're out of my life you're out of my life I'm cutting you up bye yeah you gotta ride that wave though when you've got that momentum You just got to keep riding it out and keep going and keep going and keep going. Cause the moment you stop, it's hard to get back into it, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I'm such an empath and such a like relation, relational, I wouldn't say relationship, but this is why I majored in communications because I love building relationships with people and finding new ways to communicate and whatnot. And for me, that translated from work also to my relationships, like, you know, romantic and friendships and whatnot. And I just, I was like, I can't settle anymore. I just absolutely cannot settle. And so I think that's part, that was a huge reason too, why like I need freedom is because pretty much since college, I was in long-term relationships that I very much felt I was settling in and a hundred million percent stayed in those relationships way too long. Freedom for me is such an important part of my life because I feel like I wasted years in mediocre situations. And now I'm just like, I don't want that in work. I don't want that in a relationship or in a partner. I don't want shitty friendship. I I want to love where I live, which is why I moved to Arizona, you know, like, like just pursue your dreams, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> why settle for the average, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know when your soul when it's time to go. But I think the beautiful thing hearing your story is when you let go, abundance flows into every sector of your life. Yes. I feel like you gain so much clarity. You learn so much from being in those relationships, being at that job. And now like you have a plethora of experience for your business, for what you want to do in fitness. It magnified every single aspect of your life. Yeah, totally. And I think those moments too, like, especially, you know, when I had first started my business and I was dealing with some mental health stuff and like I had some pretty low lows. Now looking back on it, those are all experiences that I get to share with other people. And like, that's, that's now part of my testimony when people come, you know, like, obviously we're talking about it right now, you know, Mm -hmm. like, other people might go through that or they are might currently be or they might have in the past and if I can speak to that in a way that helps other people like that's exactly why I went through it yeah Yeah, I completely agree with that too because I I definitely even last year I struggled with mental health mental health it it is it is <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It was mental wellness. It was not wellness. It was hellness. Yeah, 100%. But I believe that, you know, I heard this somewhere before like you can turn your pain into your purpose. And mm-hmm. I think that's like yes. the driving. Yes. Like that's the mm-hmm. driving factor behind like why I want to pursue what I want to pursue. And I think it's so important that you're using your voice, you're using your social media platforms to speak about it because if 
I was like randomly stumbled on your um, Instagram and didn't take the time to read your captions. And I just saw your grid. I'd be like, wow, this girl is just like so pretty. And like, she looks perfect, like probably has nothing going on, like no, no struggles, you know, but it's just so important. I love that you love communication so much because it is important to put your voice out there and put yourself out there. And that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, That's why we have you on this podcast to share your story. That's why we started Tire Girls Inc. too, you know, to share your voice, to share others' voices, because so many times women were just made to be small and like that, like we said, we're called to live big life. And And you know what the beautiful thing too, is like when you share stories, when you share your voice, it's amazing how much more in common you have with people than you think, you know, and that's the most beautiful part about it. Like, yeah, if you just look at me, you might not think that we have anything in common. But the moment you start like sharing your heart and just opening up and, you know, the human connection, it's, it's so important. And mm-hmm. yeah, it really like, it's amazing what you're doing. And that you're more than just your face and your figure, like you have the brains and you have the heart, which is like, wow, this that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think for me for like my turning point as far as you know, my quote unquote brand on social media was when I started opening up about the darkness of being a fitness competitor, Mm. because a lot of people who compete, especially the top athletes, their bodies are just disgustingly incredible. They're so cut. They're so hard. All you see is pictures of them, like in their competing bikinis with trophies and medals. And then the pictures of them with their medals on, and they're just like shoving like donuts and cookies in their face. It's a lot more to that, obviously. And so Mm -hmm. like I started posting videos of me, like straight up crying in my car just like talking about like the shame after a binge eating episode and like Mm. this is the reality and I'm still in the parking lot of the gym because now I'm gonna go like and I like at that point I didn't have a healthy relationship with food I didn't have a healthy relationship with myself and I was 100% using exercise as a form of reward punishment at this period but I thank god that I went through this period of time because so many people have that mindset and that mentality now of like oh I overate over the weekend I'm just going to do double the amount of cardio tomorrow it's like your body doesn't work like that your body every day is a reset Mm -hmm. and getting into that habit of reward and punishment is just like so toxic so the fact that I was so open about that and shared that I can't even uh, I mean hundreds of people would respond to those and just be like I know exactly how you're feeling or I'm going through this right now and just like you said that human connection that I was like this is this is why I even have this platform. It's to shine a light on some things that people are often too afraid to talk about. And it's too much of a reality to ignore it. That's amazing. I think what draws people in is truly the authenticity and vulnerability because those both inspire others and like vulnerability begets vulnerability. Like when you do that, it allows space for other people to do the same and Mm -hmm. not feel so alone. A beautiful thing that you're doing, girl. And we really want everybody to check out Phoebe's page because holy moly, this girl is killing it in every single area. And the captions are always on point. So I just had to throw a little shout out in there. Oh, um, thanks. Thank you. Yes. But also we just want to know where you're at now with your business. I know you spoke about the fitness aspect of it, but where are you moving towards right now? Right now. Okay. So I still 
have about four to five clients of my own um, for my digital marketing agency. I work with them day to day. Um, so that's a huge part of my business. I am also the chief marketing officer for a personal training company in Scottsdale. I'm like all behind the scenes there. And another contact, I met this owner of this company while I was working at the gym. And here I am a year later and I'm their CMO. So I do consider them to be like another client because again, like I still work from home, but like I get to do all the fun stuff. Like I help, I plan our events. I do all the marketing materials for all the trainers. I run all of our photo shoots. So that's super fun. Definitely super involved with that. And then I'm modeling like full time at this point. Like I'm, I'm going on like four to five shoots a week. Although this week I do not have any photo shoots and, and my parents are in town. So it's nice that yeah. I just can like chill out and good for you. You know, yeah, have a week off, but, but yeah. So my next move is that I already told you guys this, but I'm going to Tulum on April 4th and I'm going down with my really good friend, Rich. Um, he's a photographer and videographer, and we're going to work with hotels and do, um, collab collaborations we're gonna make them content in exchange for like hosted stays oh my god that's amazing girl you are living the life i just want our tired girls to hear what is possible for you oh anything's possible yeah you're living the dream life your dream life Um, it is and it's also terrifying at all times but it's still so fun and so rewarding because when something positive comes out of it you're like i made this happen for myself Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can't do like i said whatever's meant for you won't miss you. You just got to go after it. Big facts. What do you think is like the top three things that you did to help yourself get started in your business? Because I know you touched a lot on networking and building relationships. So if there's any tips that you could give our tired girls on like, you know, maybe just three areas of important things or aspects of starting your business, what would they be? I would say definitely go into it with a plan. Mm -hmm. Don't quit your job because you just hate it and you're having a bad day and you're like, that's it. That's the final straw because you will regret doing that. So go into it with a plan. If you are someone who's going to like have clients and do sort of a marketing agency type of thing, even if you are the agency, which is my situation, that's how it is. Try to line up at least one or two clients before making the leap, just so you know, like you have the peace of mind that like, okay, if everything went to excuse my language in the next month, I have a plan set in place to pay my bills and I'm going to be okay. The second thing is to make marketing contracts for your clients and always lock in at least three months minimum, because then you're set for the next three months with that particular client. That's what I did. I had my clients all sign a minimum of a three month contract with me, um, to just guarantee three months of income. And then during that three, those three months, like obviously you're working to get more clients and et cetera, et cetera. So there are some really good tools out there to help you create these contracts um, and do invoicing and all that stuff. The site I use is called Bonsai, like a bonsai tree. Okay. Uh, so bonsai.com. I do believe I pay for it. It's not very but it's worth it. Yeah. Totally. Like imagine it's- having to write out a contract yourself. Oh, oh yeah. And you can you, you can do invoices like that. Yeah. Um, it was and- so funny. Amanda and I, we were filling out a contract and it was in all this language that we were just like, Why? no one talks like this. <laughs> like, mm. we don't know what you're saying, but okay, sign. <laughs> bonsai is good because it has templates. 
Hmm. Um, and then you can go in and edit them. So it's just, it's super easy. That's the one I always use, but that's super helpful. I feel like these are more like strategy once you've like done the business thing, but okay, this is a good one. If you're, <laughs> if you're looking to start your own business and you're like, okay, I, I need to start a website and I need Ooh, to get okay. like a logo or like whatever else learn from my mistakes because I spent hours and hours and stupid money trying to figure out how to do it all myself. Yeah. Don't do that go on fiverr.com or upwork.com put out a little job application and you will be able to outsource that for half the price and you won't be spending hours and hours of your time on it that's so useful and that's also really fun too because while you're still working your corporate job you're getting to design literally the the framework for your business you're not like diving in a bunch of hours into it you i mean you can but Mm-hmm. It's just really cool because at that point, like you're starting to like financially invest a little bit mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm like, I'm committing and making those choices of like, I'm going to hire someone to build my website. I'm going to hire someone to make my logo. That's just adding fuel to your fire. And you're like, yeah. it's, it's action steps. It's like can- more tangible, right? It's like actually something real that you can look at. Like it's no longer just a dream exactly. or an exactly. idea. Exactly. And it's, it's also like, it's not you're not making this crazy leap. You're just, you're just building a website. You're one step closer to where you want to be. And then when you're talking about your business and someone says, Hey, do you have a website? Why? Yes, I do. Thank you for mm-hmm. asking. I love that. You have to focus on that. Not that I fully know, but I know this just from doing a million things at once. You have mm-hmm. to focus on the first step, you know, not the whole yes. entire staircase. So we, we can relate to those, those steps. Thank you so much, Gail. Yeah. Of course. Um, but Anne-Marie, I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to say before we wrap up and do our favorite last question. <laughs> well, I definitely feel like we'll have to have Phoebe come on again. You know, let's have another conversation and uh, keep talking about, you know, everything that you've learned, because I think the best way to learn is obviously doing it yourself, but also learning from other people who mm-hmm. are doing what you want to do or who've done it before. So thank you so much for taking the time to let us know all the little details of you know, how you got started in your business. And we do have one more question. Okay. We're flexing feeds. Every single week we give our tired girls community a motivational wake up call because we're the tired girls and need yes. to So <laughs> if you had to give our tired girls a wake up call in one sentence, what would it be? Take the risk because whatever's meant for you won't miss you. Yes. I mean, we talked about that throughout this whole episode. I feel like that was the theme. That's perfect. Wow. Phoebe literally lets no one but herself rule her own life. And Mm -hmm. that was just so inspirational. She's literally living the life that she wants to live. And I'm just so excited for all of you tired girls to just soak up all this information. I mean, all of Phoebe's story. Phoebe did this to show us that we can do it too. And look at her now. She's literally traveling. She's just doing whatever she wants in her life. And that's the kind of life we want to live here. Mm -hmm. So we hope you enjoy this conversation. 
please let us know what inspired you by leaving us a review or tagging us on your social accounts. We would love to hear from you. And if you want more uplifting, positive, that girl boss inspo, visit us at our Tiregram at Tired Girls Inc. And as always, we love you. Bye.